This is the Squared Goal Podcast with Mark Morris and Jared Meruyama. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Squared Co. Podcast. I am your host, Mark Morris, and with me again, Mr. Jared Mariyama. I think one of these days up, I Jared? should get to do that intro. We should just switch it up. Dude, one you day. could do it anytime. One of these days. I don't think you can hear we'll it. Sp- <laughs> we'll save it for a specific <laughs> occasion. And, uh, we'll save- like my origin episode, yes. which may or may not ever oh, happen. We gotta stop you it. can run the entire episode that That'll time. That'll be awesome. Except you'll still have to edit it, so... Um, but I'm happy to do the intro <laughs> anyway. Uh, so we actually have something kind of special set up for you guys. So I know we've talked about them several times uh, in other episodes, but we have interviewed each one of the members of the Master of One podcast, starting today with Luke Gall. And it, it, we did something kind of interesting where we came up with a set series of questions and we asked every member of the Master of One podcast the same questions um, to get kind of their perspective on podcasting um, and how it's affected their mm-hmm. lives. So as we've said before, Mark and I have met because of uh, the Master of One podcast and their Slack channel. Right. So uh, and both of us have been on their show uh, a couple of times, I think now. So, uh, yeah, it's funny, too, because we don't. We actually don't know them that well. We know them from from listening to the show and from talking to them, mm-hmm. you know, in the in these few opportunities we have. But it does feel like we know them a lot better than <laughs> than like the yeah. three times maybe that I've well, seen we, these guys. You know, we we talk about it. I think in a lot in every single one of their episodes or their interviews. Um, but the Slack community has become a, a pretty big thing, and because it's it's always going the interaction with a lot of people in that community, specifically the M of one guys, uh, it makes it feel like, you know, them a lot better because you're always kind of interacting with them through these, this messaging Mm -hmm. system. Yes, that's true. Um, so tonight, this first one or tonight, whatever today where this first (laughs) interview is with Luke, who I I guess you could say is the the quietest of the three. The quiet one. Um, and he really isn't, quiet i i think he is just uh at least the thing i get is he's very um like he's sincere so if he doesn't have something to say he doesn't say it um and i think that's pretty clear when you hear him on this uh in this conversation because he has a lot to say um uh, about the about the podcast and about uh what they've been able to accomplish over the past three years or so so i think um and then in a future episode we find out something very interesting about luke that he did not mention to us in his portion. <laughs> oh, yeah. So th- and that's another thing I want to bring up. Since this is kind of a trilogy, um, we want to encourage you, if you listen to this one uh, or you're coming back to this one, to go ahead and listen to all three of them. I don't think it's really – there's not a specific order that you need to listen to them in. But if you do listen to one, they do – they definitely go together. We're asking them all the same questions. So it would be interesting – to see and hear kind of their perspectives on the same topics. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we do encourage you to listen to every one of these episodes. If you're listening to this on release day, uh, we're going to release them one after another. So come back uh, to listen to Patrick and Andrews. And but yeah, we will have, go ahead. We will announce the winner that we've been talking about uh, oh, that's in right. one of these episodes. <laughs> so make sure you listen so to all of them. You actually, you do have, the opportunity to still enter the contest. So we're going to give away some pins and stickers from Squared Co. Mm-hmm. and Creepy Company. So please um, go to iTunes, rate and review us. Make sure you write an actual review because that's the only way that we can see your name and you can get entered into this yeah. contest. Again, we've said this every single time. Even if this is after we announce this winner, if you give us a review, you will be entered in all of our future contests as well. So if at any point you're listening to this, go ahead, jump onto iTunes, give us a rate and review. We really appreciate yeah. it. 
So everyone, everyone will be, no matter when you write the review, unless you win, you will not be taken out of the, the, <laughs> the drawing to, right. to, to win. So uh, just get on there and leave us a review and we'll make sure that uh, we keep giving away stuff uh, over time. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. What, with that being said, here is part one of the Master of One podcast episodes. Sure. I probably should have thought of a better title. We'll call for that, this one a new hope. With, <laughs> <laughs> with Luke Gall. Enjoy. That's terrible. Come on, Jared. Who are you going to call? Luke Gall. Jared, are you going to join me or what? Am I going to do this all alone? Well, this will be edited out anyway, so I think go for it. Never. So anyways, we have Luke Gall on from the Master of One podcast. And that, of course, nobody would ever guess wrong on what that was but jerry or uh <laughs> luke's a big ghostbusters fan so huge ghostbusters fan. we'd start with the uh ghostbusters theme song to I introduce i feel so him. honored nobody's ever <laughs> sang for me on a podcast oh well that barely qualifies oh. but yeah <laughs> i think it qualifies mark i'm gonna count it <laughs> Thank and, you. I'm gonna and that's it. all that matters is uh what luke says exactly um but before we get deep into the actual questions um, since we did start with that great sing-along Ghostbusters, uh, I want to ask a little bit about how your fandom for Ghostbusters started. Um, okay, so I grew up in a pretty conservative home, and for some reason, Ghostbusters was okay. I was allowed to watch <laughs> Ghostbusters, and I just loved it. Like, I just, I gravitated towards it because it was so, like, I mean, it had ghosts, which is like a bad thing in my house and like busters. it had spirits it had like <laughs> sex jokes it had language it had smoking like it had all of this bad <laughs> stuff but it was like it was the 80s and it was like all normal and i look back now and i'm like how was i allowed to watch this um and just i don't know ever since then it just it fit my humor it was like quirky and silly but like also campy and i don't know yeah. i just it's perfect it's like so at the listeners can't tell, but literally your entire wall behind you is just Ghostbusters art. Yeah, man. I decided I took a cue uh, from Huck G and he said, it's okay to collect, but like have a reason. And uh, so he only collects Donatello. So I decided that's a pretty good idea. Uh -huh. I'm just going to collect uh, Ghostbusters. And so that's what I did. So I have how, well, that makes it stuff. easy for me because like, so I've been friends with the Master of One guys for a while now, and I like to give yeah, you guys gifts. Yeah. Um, but it's nice <laughs> to know that that's your thing. So next time I'm going to send you something, it it may or may not be Ghostbusters themed. You're just going to have to wait and find Dude, out. It's fine. You <laughs> sent me you sent me Bangarant. You sent me uh, Hook stuff, which is awesome. I know Jared hates that, but it's <laughs> fine. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, let's, let's talk about that for a while. Now that I've got somebody in my corner for the, oh, the Hook geez. argument. I'll be yeah, back yeah, yeah. in about 10 minutes. <laughs> Come on, Jared. Jared what's, what's, your, up? what's your beef with Hook? What's up, Jared? Now well, I got somebody my... to fight along with me. Well, yeah. Why no, are you no, such definitely. a hater? I, you know, it's a, like I was going to ask Luke first, like, how old were you when you saw Ghostbusters? Because you're you didn't see it upon its original release, I'm assuming. No, it was. So it came out, what, 83, 84, yeah, 84. 84. Yeah. I was born in 82. So <laughs> I think, I think I saw it, uh, I don't know, I would say probably 89, 90. So I wasn't very old. I was like mm -hmm. eight or nine, maybe. So you saw it just before or right around the same time the sequel came out pretty much, right? Because right? the sequel yep. came out in like 90. And I, I think, think that's probably why, like, yeah. it was, you know, it was hype Revisited. for two and it was, yeah. and I mean, two, like, so two scared me because mm -hmm. Vigo is scary. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. he's just a creepy dude right but man i loved it and i it just stuck with me <laughs> so, so then how did a nice job <laughs> no 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 because it was go gonna ahead, I'm, I'm leading back to this terrible question how old were you okay. when you saw hook oh man uh when did hook come out it was like i was think that like 90? 91 or something like that or okay 91 or two yeah uh 
I don't think I saw Hook in theater, but I remember we had the VHS and I watched it. I mean, I, I can't even count how many times I watched it. So I would say maybe 93, you know, okay. if the, I don't know how soon stuff after. came out on VHS. It seemed like it was like a year after that it would come out on mm-hmm. video. And so how, how old were you then? Did you say, I'm sorry. So I would that would make probably, you... I would have been 11 maybe. Okay. 11. That's probably about the age of those terrible <laughs> kids, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I no, I wanted to be Rufio. Like I wanted to have red hair. I wanted to be able to ride a skateboard on a track made of bamboo. Like all of those mm-hmm. things I wanted. I didn't care about I Peter Pan. I still want to do that. And, and here's the other thing. So Peter Pan is my favorite. Like that's my mm-hmm. favorite Disney character. That's my favorite Disney movie. Like if there wasn't Ghostbusters and I had another thing to collect, it would be Peter Pan. So, so just in general, like, like Disney, Peter Pan or, okay. Okay. And, and Mark, how old were you when, when hook came out or when you saw hook? Uh, I was, I remember actually remember going to the theater with my mom to see it. Um, because we, for some reason she always took me to movies late. And I remember being like really upset that I missed a good chunk of the intro. And we, Oh, you mean like late from when it it, started? I thought you meant like, it was out for a couple of weeks and your mom took me and you were like, man, you didn't see it opening night. God damn it, mom. No, uh, I don't remember how long it was into the release, but yeah, we were like maybe 10 minutes late or into the movie oh. yeah. and they had already gone to Neverland. Oh, Anyways, man. Um, I was, yeah, I saw it in theaters and I remember going to the theater to see it, but I was probably like five years old yeah. when it came out. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. See, so now and from the big, be- but I loved it from the beginning. And then just like Luke said too, we had on VHS and I probably watched that, you know, at least once. Yeah. Once a month. I wanted to maybe. have a clock like, like that. Multiple I wanted times to have a, clock a year in my room <laughs> that I, it was a big crocodile. Yeah. I, so I was in college by the time this thing came out. So I was not the target age, not anywhere near the target age for this film. So, sure. uh, you know, it just didn't, land with me uh, you know the way it did for you guys so i yeah i have not seen it either for so i can't i don't think i've ever well, sat here's through the, it again so i'll i'll let you i'll <laughs> let you slide then because if you watch it back now it doesn't really hold up like it's not yes. great right so it's fine like if i was <laughs> if i would have been older watching it i probably would not have loved it yeah you know but exactly. it's now no. it's nostalgia for me so Yes, and that's where I'd say, yeah, it's a nostalgia thing for you guys. Just as I liked a lot of crap from when I was around that age, too, that doesn't hold <laughs> sure. up. So that, yeah, right. that's I it. still like a lot of crap, though. It is still <laughs> kind of amazing that it's a Spielberg film, though. It does not feel like, I mean, there are Spielberg parts to it, but overall the film, I don't know, it just doesn't. doesn't I think, seem like I, yeah, I agree. As a, as a whole, it doesn't really fit. But if you put it against, it's weird because if you put it against E.T., it has a lot mm-hmm. of those same feelings. Because E.T., mm-hmm. if you look at it as a whole, doesn't really feel like a Spielberg film. I mean, it's iconic because it's it's the thing that he kind of got known for initially. But if you watch that now, there's parts in, in E.T. where you're like, eh, this is kind yes, of... Yes, definitely. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I agree. I think, I, th- I think that's just a little bit of Spielberg. There's You have to have the good and the bad. It's the balance in filmmaking. Yeah, definitely. All right, well, I'm terrible at transitions, so now we're just going to start asking you podcast questions. Oh, wow. <laughs> just just like that. Huh? <laughs> That's my transition right there. We did so, it. So, Luke, how, um, how long have you guys been doing the podcast now, just to sort of set this up then? Um, I want to say it's it's a little over three years now. From the very first episode that you guys recorded, it's been about three years. Uh, yeah, maybe a little more. It was, okay. it was May... Of 2014, May of 14, 14. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That, that seems both <laughs> short and long. <laughs> 2014 yeah, seems like definitely. forever ago. And how many episodes is that now? How, what are you guys up to around? We are approaching. Well, so there's this weird, we did a, we kind of did an overhaul of the podcast w- one year in. Because we mm-hmm. learned a lot of stuff. We kind of changed format. We added the two different episodes. Uh, we split because mm-hmm. we used to have one big episode. And so we did, there's a little like number shifting, uh, but we're approaching 200 in like wow. two weeks. 
uh, like we're at, epi- so we do every week is an episode. So we have two episodes that count as like our, our 99.1, 99.2. Uh, mm-hmm, but those right. are two. So total we're, we're approaching a hundred, but that's really 200 episodes. Right. Right. Wow. But with the extra stuff, it's like 250 because those are like hot seats and random yeah. like, extra stuff that we just threw in. Man, that that's a lot of podcasting. That's a lot <laughs> of <know>. talking. <laughs> I know. So we are going to start uh, asking Luke some questions. And the way we're going to try to frame this for other people is that we want to ask Luke uh, and then eventually Patrick and Andrew very similar questions, if not the exact same question. So we do have a list. So uh, we're, we can pretend to try to be uh, spontaneous about this, but uh, <laughs> we've got it all mapped out in front of me. So then we will we'll just be liars. <laughs> yeah. Nah, so do you knows. want me to just start, Mark? Yeah, exactly. Or, or sure, did you have sure. a, Okay. Um, so the first question I have for you is, does your family listen to the podcast and, and do you uh, get any kind of constructive criticism from either your family or, or close friends, people who don't know you from the podcast? Sure. So to answer the first part of the question, my wife listens occasionally. She, (laughs) it really depends on her, like just what's going on because we have two kids. I have two sons that are seven and 10 and you know, they're crazy. And when they're at school, she's at work normally. So she's not listening at work. She did have a job where she was able to listen to music while she worked. And so she would listen to the podcast. And so she would actually be current. But as of now, I don't know if she listens every week. I think she'll catch it sporadically. Uh, My mom listens. uh, She'll probably (laughs) listen to this. So hi, mom. Um, My dad randomly listens. Um, I think that's about it really from my family family. Like, no extended extended family or anything like they kind of all know that I do a podcast now because I you know after three years it kind of creeps into conversation randomly yeah um as far as feedback I mean everybody in my family is pretty supportive like nobody's like hey that you were talking about this and it was kind of bad mm-hmm. <laughs> you know my mom's <laughs> like it was great you guys are great uh Rachel that's my wife uh she will. She'll randomly say stuff like, I wish you would talk more <laughs> or um, <laughs> do you, like, why do, uh, why does Patrick always say that? Or why does Andrew always <laughs> say stuff like that? And not like bad things, but like, yeah, she doesn't just doesn't know them like I know them or right. like I talk to them. So I, I forget some of those like idioms, I guess. Is that the yeah. word maybe? Sure. That they do. Do you want the, your like family and relatives that- and friends to listen. Are you, I don't care. I don't. I don't want anybody I know to listen. And I definitely <laughs> don't want them to give me any sort well, of I criticism. Mean, so I, that's weird. I though, would just die. <laughs> like so, our podcast, and you know, whatever. If 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 you've never heard of our podcast, this will seem like uh, new information. But you've heard us say this a lot. Is we are uh, we have the three pillars, right? We are entertainment, information, and inspiration. And it's it's first entertainment. Like we do it because we're just three idiots mm-hmm. who like to just talk about the stuff we like. So if, if like, if people want to listen, hopefully they like it. And if it's my family that wants to listen, that's cool. Like, I don't mm-hmm. care. I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm the same person. I might have like a little bit of heightened personality and like, we've kind of talked about that. Um, just, uh, did we talk about on the episode that we did with you guys about how your personality varies slightly when you're behind a microphone? Yeah, I think Patrick um, brought that up a little. Yeah, so I th- I feel like my personality is pretty pretty normal. Like I'm the same guy here that I am in person. Mm-hmm. So it's like right. talking to me. Um, so I don't care if my family listens. Right. Uh, I do. We did like when we were first starting. We were really bad. Like it was just. <laughs> bad recording we talked slow like we weren't interesting we would m- mumble and i mean i still I think mumble we're still in that phase <laughs> no you guys are good but we would have like random people there was one guy that we worked with his name was adam or his name is adam he's not dead <laughs> still adam <laughs> um, it's still adam but he was like a um he was a really big like audio visual tech guy and mm. he would give me feedback on like editing and sound recording sure. that oh, was yeah. super super helpful of like hey you i've noticed the podcast is like really and he would give me information like it's really hitting it like like 20,000 
like in like uh, the spectrum range of like frequencies. Mm-hmm. Like if you would kill that, it wouldn't sound as uh, poppy when you when you say like plosives, like your B's yeah. and P's and stuff, and just like that kind but, of information. Yeah, I hope you're taking notes, Mark. That's funny. I had a, <laughs> I well, I had a, I have a coworker as well that actually he taught me because I do the editing. And without yeah. this coworker, we had a similar relationship. Or I actually went to him to edit the first few episodes, and then I didn't. I felt bad having him do it, so I just had him teach me the ropes. But basically, it was the same thing where he's just like he'll listen occasionally and say like, "Oh yeah, you should try doing this filter," or "I think if you edit this way, it would help a lot." Um, yeah. So yeah, it's really it's a huge to have those kind of supporters early on. Yeah, and that's it's like very much my personality. Like I'm not the guy that. I know everything. There's some things that I know, you know, and I'm pretty Mm -hmm. confident in in those things, but I don't care if people give me feedback, like as long as you're not a dick about it, you know, like too (laughs) bad. I I can deal with some like harsh honesty, but uh, I welcome that like in everything. So I'm a, I am a definitely a knockdown drag out, like in a creative meeting of like, why does this suck? Or, you know, I like this make me hate it if you want to change my mind kind of thing. <laughs> so, I mean, you guys between the, you know, the three of you uh, probably, uh, you know, talk about the episodes and how they went and things like other than that, though, do you, do you even want a, a critique of, of your, of what's happening on the podcast? Cause it's so much about your guys' personality that it seems weird to say, no, oh, you're not being Luke enough. Um, but um, <laughs> you mean from them or from somebody else? Well, from wherever. Do you, is that something you seek out or is it? Oh, like, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I don't seek it out. No, I don't ever seek out any any feedback. Mm-hmm. Um and, and that I don't know, maybe that says something. Um, but it's I welcome it. Like if yeah. anybody if if you guys were able to you know, ever wanted to go, hey, uh feels like this episode was this or it was it it was paced really slow or it got really sad or got super serious or whatever like i want to hear that feedback i mm-hmm. love feedback because it just makes me it either confirms that i'm doing good or bad and right i always want to be better so right well maybe before we started doing a podcast we would have criticisms but since doing it ourselves we have zero <laughs> criticisms for anyone <laughs> fair um, all right, fair. so I'm going to go on to the next one because we're going to take 10 years if we don't, if I don't do this. So <laughs> we kind of all know the people that listen to the Master Fund, we know the, the origin story of the podcast and all that uh-huh. stuff. But w- why did you personally want to do a podcast? And what kind of, why did you, what did you want to get out of doing a podcast? Um, I mean, honestly, the, the simple answer is I, I didn't really care. Like, Mm-hmm. It sounded like a fun thing to do with my friends. Right. And it was, at, right. we started just for us. Like, I mean, it started, you, you know, you've heard the story of like people at work were like, you guys are interesting to listen to. You talk mm-hmm. about things that I don't know about. And, and then we thought, okay, well maybe other people would want to listen. And so we started it. It was more really, <laughs> honestly, we all had, uh, we all worked at a church and it was a really stressful situation because mm. it was a, a big church. And so it was a lot of moving parts and things. There was always deadlines that were, you know, right up to the minute. And so at work, we tried to have a lot of fun. I mean, you know us, we, we have fun with everything we do, but it was more of an excuse to do something that we did creatively for ourselves and not because mm-hmm. we created for work, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's where, it, you know, my, my, in was just oh i can this is an outlet for me Mm -hmm. so this is kind of like a two-part question i guess okay um what has been like some of the challenges for you personally and then some challenges collectively as far as the podcast goes and this can be either something you learned early on or stuff you're still learning uh or challenges that you're coming across yeah i know that you guys just did youtube yep um or introduced youtube episodes so maybe start with like challenges that you had with just the podcast and mm-hmm. then some now facing with the the YouTube. Yeah, sure. Um so challenges for the podcast were being comfortable behind a microphone. Like, you know, I'm not it's weird because I can be talkative and I and around friends, I'm, you know, pretty normal, but 
outside of like a, a inner circle, I'm a, I'm a pretty quiet dude, you know, unless there's a problem, unless you're like being a jerk to my family or something like that, I'm, I'm pretty even keel. That was the hard thing for me is, is just being comfortable talking to people I don't know and, and being myself and not trying to, mm-hmm. to have a personality quote unquote, it, cause that was really important to me is just to be authentic. Yeah. Uh, cause I don't, I just never wanted the thing of like, you're like this on the podcast, but then you, in person, you're, you're this. And I never wanted a difference. I just wanted to be me. So that was the biggest challenge personally for the podcast. Uh, the biggest challenge was just learning, uh, how to edit. So like I, I do video and photography for a living. So I know, I know how to edit things you see, uh, pretty well, but things you hear, like that was never my forte. Like I would always, uh, there's other people that are better at audio than me. And I would always have them edit like any kind of video stuff or, uh, I would never like, I played in bands, but I was never like the recording guy. Mm -hmm. So that was the biggest curve for me is because I knew how to use some of the audio and, you know, by proxy in my job, I learned how to use editing equipment and audio editing. And I was, you know, decent at it, but never to the level I, you know, of, other people I knew. Uh, so it defaulted to me versus Andrew and Patrick because I knew more quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was of like, okay, if I'm going to do this for real, like I need to make it sound really legit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, because we're all, all three of us are perfectionists in everything. Like we always try and yeah. put out the best thing we can. So that was a challenge initially. Now that we shifted to YouTube, the challenge was just, okay, we have, you know, when we first started out, we were all together. Now we're in three different states. The challenge was how do we record video and audio and then get it to me so I can edit it all together to be able to have an episode come out. And normal, and we used to record on Monday nights and our episode would air on Tuesday morning at 3 a.m. And so we realized in video that just wasn't, wasn't possible. So we shifted our record day and now we, you know, we had to figure out how to record video, but then also be able to do, you know, a Skype or hangout or a peer.in. Like there was just a lot of factors of how do we take this thing that we've kind of got pretty good at doing audio. And then if we add video, it's a start over. Yeah, basically it's start (laughs) over. So uh, that's interesting because, so there's three of you. How, how do you guys sort of decide? I mean, those were sort of technical things we were just talking about, but in general, how do you guys decide what's best for the podcast is it is it a always a vote between the three of you or does someone sort of have well patrick has he owns 34 percent of master of one podcast llc so (laughs) he gets to make all the decisions no um (laughs) we you know what like so our our job that we uh when we all work together like i said we were very like i can be a I can fight in a, in a creative meeting for something that I care about. And Andrew, you know, Andrew, he's the same way. He's very much a, you know, prove me wrong kind of thing. This is what Mm -hmm. I think should happen, (laughs) you know, change my mind. And Patrick is the same way. Patrick's a super smart dude. And normally, I mean, he's puts a lot of thought into things most of the time before he says anything. (laughs) That's like everybody, right? But, um, Uh, not me, (laughs) (laughs) but so when he, when he decides something or states how something should go, he's usually put a lot of thought into it and, you know, a, a, a good bit of like research into something. Um, and so you have three guys that are are pretty stubborn when it comes to their opinion. And Mm -hmm. we learned really early that we just have to be honest and, and be okay fighting and Mm -hmm. like be okay getting over it. Like if, if two people are on board and the third isn't, then that's okay. Like, and you just have to be okay with, you know, what's, what's better than best maybe, you know? Mm Has that led to any disagreements or even arguments? Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm sure, it has. Well, like we fight like brothers now. Like uh, those guys are my brothers. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. I, you know, I have a sister, but I don't have a brother. Patrick has uh, two brothers, I think. Yeah, two brothers, and Andrew <laughs> has a sister. Like those guys are my brothers, and I'm their brother. Um, right. And we've just learned how to fight and and still be family. 
Right. Um, yeah. Uh, so again, we will ask all of you guys these same questions, but this is, you can answer this as much as you want or even pass if you want, but <laughs> did you ever consider at any point quitting the podcast? Yeah, yeah. I did. Um, it was, so when, when, pa- so Patrick was the first one to move. Um, and he, he had talked about that maybe quitting. And there was a time where I talked about quitting, uh, like we had talked about stopping the podcast from there. Uh-huh. Um, and then Andrew and I were going to, we're going to just do it ourselves and maybe change format and do some different things. And then he decided not to, you know, not to leave. And then Andrew and Patrick are very big personalities and they, they are very much a, you know, we're, we're all very stubborn. I've already said that, but I am more willing to let things go that don't matter like mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to die on certain hills, I guess is the way to say it. Yeah. Um. And so there's times where, and you even hear this in the podcast, like I don't speak a lot. And I think, you know, part of it is just because that's my personality. The other part of it is, is there's already a lot of personality going on and I don't really <laughs> want to add into that mix. I think we need some ebb and flow. And there was a time where it got really like, I felt, I felt like my voice wasn't being heard a little mm-hmm. bit, not sure. in decision making, but just in the podcast. Like it felt like I wasn't, you know, as vocal maybe as I could be. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, why am I doing this? If I'm not, if I'm not able to be, you know, vocal yep. or be myself. And then I, I, you know, I just thought about it and I talked a little bit with them about it and uh you know i'm still here obviously so (laughs) but yeah i mean and i think that goes back to just how close we are and able to talk about that stuff with so yeah yeah i I talked i thought about leaving the podcast that's really interesting i'm curious (laughs) to hear what the other guys (laughs) how the other guys say that uh yeah so you know if they'll be as honest we just came back from (laughs) designer con and this has been the first event that we've done where we've sort of met people who listen to the show actually and it was sort of yeah uh it was like an awakening like oh there's actually people out there listening to this thing every week. Yeah. So was there a moment like that for you where, where you suddenly became very aware that you were reaching a wider audience than maybe even you were, you know, you were thinking you were reaching? Uh, yes. Uh, I think the, the first time, um, was at MondoCon last year, not mm-hmm. this past MondoCon. We met a girl named Lauren, uh, not cool. Co she does, uh, she actually did this dolly pin. I'm going to show you. Oh, um, cool. Oh, cool. But she does rad stuff. And she saw us in line. We were in line at the Mondo store. And she was like, Master of One. And like that was the <laughs> first time that somebody that we didn't know at all um, had like uh, said something in person. And mm-hmm. so that was, it was really weird. It was cool. And now like. Now it's it's very strange because there's people like that we have no business like <laughs> talking to or people that like it's stupid <laughs> that they know who we are that are like, you know, you meet people at like different cons and, and they're like, you know, who are you or whatever? And, you know, I'm Luke. I, I do Master of One podcast. Oh, I've heard of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that show. And like, that's just so weird. Like to me, it's still weird. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the weirdest part, uh, the thing that's still like I think is so cool. So I I listen to a ton of podcasts because you know uh, that's what you do when you're a podcaster. You listen to other podcasts, mm-hmm. and so I listen to this podcast called Get Up on This. Um, I've listened for I don't know probably five years now. Uh, it's two guys that live in L.A. that are uh, the Jensen who owns Gallery 1988, mm-hmm. and uh, his friend right. Matt who is a screenwriter, and so they just do this podcast. And I got to play some games with Matt two years ago at Gen Con. Uh-huh. And it was really fun. It was it was a cool experience to just hang out with him. Uh, but it was weird. We were playing games and I was hearing him talk. But like he was in person. And so <laughs> it was this really weird feeling of like, I hear you, but I can also see you. And that's very strange. And um, I've had people have that same thing happen of like being at like, creative south or MondoCon or whatever and say that same thing to us and i think that's one of the coolest things ever is when people know your voice yeah. and not your face i, I think that's <laughs> i so actually awesome. 
surprisingly had that. So Jared just said that we had DesignerCon this past weekend. Yeah. Um, and early on, the f- day one, one of the first like people that came into our booth, uh, I think I was talking to somebody and she came up and said like, oh, you sound just like the show. And I wasn't <laughs> expecting anything like that. So it didn't register at first. I'm like, okay, this is really fucking weird. Yeah. Like, what is happening? <laughs> and then she, I like kind of gave her a blank stare and she's like, the podcast. I'm like, and then it clicked. I'm like, oh yeah. I'm like, you listen? And I was like, <laughs> just completely surreal because I wasn't expecting anybody yeah. to like, we see the numbers and obviously people are listening, sure. but I didn't think that it was like a thing that people actually pay attention yeah, to. You think the, those numbers are out actually of way people? Like, yeah. That's the yeah, weird exactly. part. Those numbers are actually people. And then yeah. you meet those yeah. people and you're like, oh, you're not just a digital like human that's like in a country that I'll never <laughs> see. Like you're, yeah. you're my neighbor. Like that's weird. Well, it was really cool, surreal, and, and weird. I mean, like, awesome. so someone brought us cookies because we talked about the cookies on, I think, on your episode and, and a little bit on our episode. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and then people do drop these little things that uh, that you say, and it suddenly makes you a little self conscious about. Yeah. Like every little thing you say is kind of going yeah. out there, you know. So you said I, I, this. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> it's awesome. But you guys, so you guys are taking it like a step further with building an actual community. Yeah. Um, so you have this Slack channel that's been, I mean, you guys are getting more and more active with that. You're doing meetups and it's a, it's a great way for you guys to stay engaged with your listeners. Yeah. Um, why don't you, I wonder if you can talk a little bit about that, like how the Slack channel came to be. Yeah. Um, and like why that's become so important for your podcast. Yeah. Uh, well, the Slack channel, I think Slack started because we were using it internally at work. And it's such mm. a cool platform. I mean, it's it's like I am from back in the day. But then you also right. can do documents, videos, audio, and it all lives in the same place. And it's And you can make calls from it and everything. It's like, it's perfect. So we thought, okay, well let's start using this for the podcast. And then we realized, well, you can have all these channels and you can have up to, I don't remember up to like 300 users. Maybe it's 500. I don't know for free. Let's just start inviting people, you know, let's invite people that let's invite guests. Let's invite people that listen. Let's just make this community of like people that like the same stuff that we do. Um, And if, you know, remember it's entertainment inform inspire and this speaks more to the uh inspire part than anything else because a lot of the people we talk to are are designers and and a lot of people that listen are designers and and what do designers do all day they sit at their computer normally Mm -hmm. by themselves and if that's like a quick like hey guys i'm working on this what do you think or it's a Hey, I have a, like even ye- uh, yesterday there was somebody in the Slack channel that was like, "I'm going crazy with Illustrator." Mm-hmm. It's like <laughs> selecting all of these layers. I don't know what's going on. Somebody else was like, "Oh yeah, check this button," right. and it's like, "Oh yeah, fix." Like it's that kind of stuff that our com- like we this community does, and we didn't like we gave a platform to people to use, but like our listeners build it like there's people it's become its own yeah, thing it's, and it's so awesome and that was you know kind of what we wanted from the beginning of like let's make a platform that people just want to come and hang out and talk and now it's cool of like seeing people on slack meet each other in person like mm-hmm. some some people at monocon did that there's some people at uh reimagine this year did that and like it was really cool um and yeah we just I think we started it as a way to organize guests and organize our plans for the podcast and then realized, oh, we have the ability to add more people. And at that point, I mean, I think we had like a hundred listeners or maybe, I don't know, maybe more than that. But we, it was just like, we had these people that were constantly commenting on things. We're like, let's just add all those people to Slack too. And then we don't have to bounce around between different social media platforms to talk to these people. They can, we can all just talk here in real time. Yeah. So if you if you guys are listening and you're interested in joining the Slack yeah. channel that uh, Luke was just talking about, it is open. So yep. uh, I don't know the URL off the top yeah, of my head. End of one podcast forward slash Slack. We can put and we'll leave notes. a link in our show notes. Yeah. And it, it's, for go ahead. Oh, I'm just saying it's a it's a pretty 
active room. It's the most active uh, sort of Slack room or Slack uh, or chat room that I've been in in, in some time. Um, it can it, be overwhelming. Yeah, I mean, but it's amazing <laughs> that that you have that kind of uh, participation. Uh, does it ever? Does it sort of? Has that affected what you guys do in the podcast more than you thought it would then when you started doing Slack? Or is it just a social component to the show? Um, I think it, I think more than anything. So we made a couple of channels that were like uh, M of one feedback, M of one real talk of like, mm-hmm. give us, give us that feedback, you know, right, because we right. want it. That has helped shape the podcast of like, hey, your uh, episodes are a little long or... <laughs> There was even like, hey, your music is super loud at the beginning compared to everything else. Like, oh, yeah, I didn't realize that. Okay, I can fix that. That's easy. Oh, yeah. like, I think I complained about that in there. Oh, <laughs> oh did my you? Gosh. Well, I tried to fix it for you. Um, it is super loud. Like, it's just a really loud track. And so, um, but like that stuff has definitely helped shape the podcast. But even mm-hmm. like hearing from people in Slack of like, we've gotten a lot of guests from people going, hey, you should talk to this person. Or you mm-hmm. should talk to this person. And like that's helped, uh, you know, our community has helped building the show because there's, you know, they're giving us people that are awesome. And it's it's a win-win because we get to talk to somebody sweet and they get to hear from somebody they like. And so that just makes them even more invested in the show. Right. So Yeah. No, that totally makes sense. So I, Go ahead, Mark. I got invited uh, to your Slack from Jason Young, who goes by Invisible Element. Yeah, he's who We've awesome. done work for and then from that, I actually met Jared in your Slack channel and Andrew Kolb, who we've done uh, some work with over yeah. the past year. So, I mean, I owe Squared Co. owes some uh, thanks to you for we'll send you Squared invoice. Co. success, too. Yeah, that's fine. We can send an invoice. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and an apology to me for putting Mark on my trail now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll send you an apology and like a uh, edible arrangements and then we'll send Mark uh, a finder's fee invoice. <laughs> but it is a great route. Like the Slack channel is amazing and it's, it's a, it's a great bunch of people and it, and it stays um, really like positive and upbeat, which is, which makes sense with the, with the podcast and the way you guys sort of run it. And I can think, I'm sure I know the answer to this question, but I'll ask it anyway. Like, is this intentional on on the three of you guys to have sort of a positive experience? You never get too snarky. You might be critical of a movie or something like that, but the, the tone is never mean-spirited. Like, did you guys yeah. set up specific parameters like that when you set out to sort of fine-tune the show? Um, I think it goes back. So I think it goes back to, you know, it's entertainment first mm-hmm. and, there is definitely entertainment that's like shock jock or like gotcha stuff. And that's just, I think to us, and I don't know how this sounds, this may sound pretentious and really shitty, but do it. <laughs> um, that stuff seems like uh low hanging fruit. Like it's mm. just too easy. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't seem like smart comedy or s- smart. And enter- like, it's just, that's the easy stuff that you do. Like that's why that's like bullying, you know, like right. that's like the, the easiest form of uh, self-entertainment is to, you know, to pick on somebody else. And like, that's just not fun. Mm-hmm. And that's not fun for that's it's it's not fun for someone. And we want to make it fun for everyone. Right. So right. Uh, we try and not be negative. Uh, mm-hmm. Like there's some there's some things that you can be negative about, like uh how hook doesn't hold up, you know, like <laughs> that's okay. Uh, yeah. But it's like, we never, we never really go politics. We never really go like, mm-hmm. Hey, have you seen this? This is really terrible because I think at least for me, and I think I can speak for the guys, but you'll hear what they say on the other episodes, but yeah. uh, we want it fun for everybody. And when you pick on somebody or tear someone down, it's not fun for someone. Right. No, that makes sense. Yeah, so, so totally. that being said, before we move on to the next question, have you ever said anything just off the cuff and then regretted it or thought like, oh, that might be misconstrued or out of context where you thought, well, either we can edit it out or like you wanted to retract it? <laughs> um, Not me. Yeah. Nor, it's normally it's honestly normally Patrick um, <laughs> that we, we do yeah. cut things out. Uh, randomly and uh-huh. not a lot, but like right. he'll just 
he's from a different part of America. Like he, mm-hmm. and he, I think he still has <laughs> just a little bit of like, you know, yeah, it's not, it's not like, I don't, I have to be very careful how to say this because <laughs> he doesn't, he does not. It's okay. Do, we'll edit this out. For yeah, you. No, 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 let's not edit it out. He doesn't do any of it on purpose, but I think, um, his, the culture he was raised in is different, uh, has a different level of politically correctness. And mm-hmm. I think if he's able to totally realize that, but in the moment he'll say something and go, and then we'll go, Oh, you can't say that. Or <laughs> yeah, wait, what? And he'll go, Oh yeah, I don't mean it like that. Or, you know what I mean? Like he never is, uh, he's never blatantly like politically incorrect, uh, like on purpose or like without caring. Uh, but he'll just say something that's like, Oh, you can't say that okay, I didn't realize that. <laughs> like, or I do realize that it was just natural habit. Um, for yeah. myself, normally, like, I never want to, I never want to seem like I don't know what I'm talking about. And that's just a, like a pride thing. So I think for me, the things I regret is uh, like, if I get a fact wrong or I, right. if I'm talking about something and it's, yeah. and I'm wrong about that. Uh, as far as like a criticism or saying something, um, I think maybe the only thing, and this is weird, this just, <laughs> just popped in my head. The only thing that I took a stance on, um, and I was, I think I was just totally wrong about, uh, <laughs> was pins. Uh, I I oh, made a yeah. pretty pretty bold statement of like, just get off pins. Like pins are <laughs> stupid. Um, and I think it was just because at that point in history uh, or in, in, you know, the design world or whatever world we, we live in right now in our little spheres of influence, everybody was doing pins. And I think mm-hmm. I was just sick of it. I was like, come on, like just do something <laughs> else. Um, and so I, was, I felt the same way at the beginning. Well, like, that's what, I wasn't a fan of pins at all. Right. I didn't get it. And now, you know, I have a company that sells, right. produces right. designs and sells them. And so, yeah, I mean, I've totally flopped on that. So I, I guess if, you know, to make a a very, very long answer short, yes, <laughs> it was pins. I wish I would have not said pins stink. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually wearing a pin right now. You can't see because it blends into my shirt. but It's a camouflage uh, pin. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, we've said that we've talked about podcasts pretty much this whole time, uh, and you've been doing it for three years now. Yep. You, it definitely is a huge time commitment, yeah. but aside from time, how has being a part of a podcast kind of affected your personal life, whether it's family time, your day job, um, any sort of influence that it's had on your personal um, life? Yeah. I mean, I think. So there's part of me that if you do something long enough, you're going to be successful at it. Like, I just know, like, that's just, that's just how it works. You know, it might, it might take long time. It Mm -hmm. might take a little bit of time, you know, but if you do something long enough, eventually you will find success at it because you will refine it and refine it or you'll find the niche that you fit in and you'll be successful. The podcast doesn't make any money. Like I don't make any money from the podcast. I in the past year I have made uh, a little bit of money in rant from like random events, but like I don't. We don't make a like a normal salary. Like we don't get paid normally from the podcast. And I, we'll get there. Like I know we'll get there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why it's first of all it's super fun. So I stick with it. It's it's a ton of work, but it's worth it because it's really fun. We're building an awesome community. We've gotten to talk to a lot of awesome people. I mean, I talked to my three heroes in the in the toy world within the first year of doing the podcast. And it was like, all right, I'm done. I don't have to yeah. talk to anybody else. Um, <laughs> so that's the main reason I do it because it's awesome. The other reason is I know it'll pay off eventually. So that has bled into my personal life as I, you know, as far as jobs, I won't take a job that doesn't have enough time for me to podcast. Mm-hmm. Like it's, <laughs> it has affected like, you know, the type of employment that I'll take because I need to, I need to protect that schedule, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I also have a family and kids, you know I mean? I have a wife and kids. And so, right, you know, there's time that takes for all of that stuff. So, uh, you know, I work for myself, like, I, I do photography and video and that's 
I don't know about, you know, that stinks because I don't make a ton of money at that either. So sometimes I wish I would, you know, get a job for somebody else and have a normal paycheck. But, <laughs> you know, it doesn't, it wouldn't be as easy to do the events that we're starting to do more and more. Um, yeah. So as far as like, that like just schedule wise and and you know life building blocks it affects my schedule personally it's made me a better communicator just overall like mm. so i've you know i don't i don't do words well <laughs> like i don't <laughs> <laughs> um but in 3 years of talking to people uh i've gotten a lot better at at least being able to you know say what i think better mm-hmm. um I don't, I don't, (laughs) I'm still not a uh, good communicator and I'm not a great interviewer, (laughs) um, but I'm pretty good at saying what I think and that's about it. Yeah. Right. (laughs) So, um, you know, for someone that is like going to do a podcast themselves, either thinking about it or like us kind of in the infant stages of doing so. Like if you could give one sort of great piece of advice for someone who's doing this uh, from based on what you've learned over the last three years and just, yeah, you know, all the stuff that you've done, what is there one great piece of advice you'd offer? Uh, Don't do it. <laughs> no, no, do it. I, I was just going to say that. Do it. Uh, but you need to know why you're doing it. Hmm. Like, uh, you know, if you listen to this, if you're listening to this and it, this is really fun. Like I hope, Everybody who's listening right now is having fun. I'm having mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. I hope you guys are having fun. It sounds like a fun thing to do. And if you think, I want to do a podcast, that sounds fun. You'll hate it because yeah. <laughs> you need to you need to have a reason you're doing it. Um, and you need to have a theme or a format or or some sort of bent of of what that podcast is. Um, or you will you'll just spin your gears and it'll be a lot harder work than you realize. Um, mm-hmm. It's still hard work. It, even if you love it, obviously it's still hard yeah. work, um, but it's just that much harder if you don't know why you're doing it. So I would say if you're going to start a podcast or you want to start a podcast, why do you want to start it? And what are you, what's your show? Like, mm-hmm. what is it? What's it about? And then stick to it uh, and stick to a schedule. That's the biggest thing is be consistent because your audience your audience wants consistency. Yeah. So we got to learn that schedule thing. We're uh, kind of all over. The well, place. it's funny too. Cause I always think you could probably knock out the first 10 and be all jolly about it. But yep. at a certain point it starts to become harder and harder to, yep. you know, stay excited, find interesting topics to talk yeah. about, not repeat yep. yourself and things yep. like that. So I think that's really good. Like if you have a strong like goal ahead of you, then it, it kind of solves that problem for you as you go. Yeah. yeah. Good answer. Thanks. <laughs> um, so this is going to be one of our last ones before we get into kind of like a just like a fun little game okay. that we're going to end with. Um, but you've been doing the podcast for a while. You've already gone through kind of an evolution of your format. Yeah. And now recently you've introduced YouTube. Uh, where do you see the podcast going in the future? Uh, the, the thing I would hope for is more live things. I think mm-hmm. there's a certain energy that I get and I, I feel like sitting behind a microphone uh, in my basement, which is where I'm at. Uh, you can see the pipe right here. And this uh-huh. is where all of the, <laughs> the bad stuff in our house Proof. goes. Um, so I'm sitting in the basement like this is fine. I can do this, but I am way better in front of people, like mm-hmm. with people. Um, and there is an energy I get from so like the hot seats that we do so we'll, we'll go to a conference we'll sit somebody down we'll take 15 to 20 minutes and say who are you we'll learn about them give them our platform to put themselves out there into uh the ether and you know hopefully gain some followers and have some fun mm-hmm. and i love that like we we're all about building community and if i can if i can build a platform to give other people a little bit of spotlight that's all i want to do like that's, that's my whole thing is, you know, I want to see other people win. That's just how I'm built. Like if I was mm-hmm. able to, yeah. you know, help, like if I could get a job just, uh, consulting and help people figure out how to do what they want to do, I think that would be the perfect job. I would mm-hmm. love that so much. Uh, so if I can help people 
who want to get from where they are to somewhere uh, a little higher in that ladder uh, by by this platform, then that's what I want to do. And um, so live events are the easiest way to do that because that's where you find the random people that are awesome. And it's really super fun because you're with those people instead of just talking to somebody over the internet. So yeah, that's what I hope the podcast moves to is more like live shows or more uh, con attendance or, or whatever. I would love to be able to incorporate video and just travel to artists and like spend a, a day or a weekend with them and take some video of their process and do hmm. a extended interview and put those out as like little mini episodes of, you know, oh, something. Yeah. I would love to be able to do something like that, but I don't have any video production abilities whatsoever. Well, right. <laughs> so. you, you bankroll it and I'll do it. <laughs> there you go. All right, so we're gonna poach uh, Luke from the M of One podcast. Done. To hey, do if that, you can pay, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so before we move on to our little game, we're gonna end with. Uh, I just want to say thank you so much, Luke, for coming on. Uh, like the M of One podcast, we've mentioned you guys in several of our episodes. I always enjoy our time together. We spent a little bit of time last month at. Um, Disneyland was fun. I always look forward to talking to you guys, but thank you so much for coming Dude, on. Thank and you. Spending some time with yeah. us. We got some, so I know we asked you like specific questions about podcasting and kind of phrased it in a way like, Oh, what if there's a young up and coming podcast coming? But selfishly, these are all questions <laughs> that we want so that we can yeah. benefit from. You guys are hilarious. No, you guys are killing um, it. And you guys are awesome. Like, honestly, the things that you've done for our community, like, you're that community that we're talking about. You know what I mean? You guys are active in the Slack community and it's been awesome. It's always fun to hang out and talk with you guys. So thanks for having me on. Like I'll, oh. I'll do this whenever you want. Honestly. <laughs> we'll have so. to have you come back. I don't every know if your listeners will episodes. like that, but I will. <laughs> uh, so, all right. The little, the game we're going to play is we're going to ask, I mean, so our interview, we're going to ask uh, your co-host the same questions. Yeah. But the, we're going to end with this game, which is I'm going to ask you a question about the other members of Master of okay. One. So we're going to start with this is such a stupid game, but it's going to be it like the newlywed so, game. It's not even a kind game. Of. It's just questions. <laughs> OK, <laughs> it's just questions. But get, Jared, what do I win? This, please. <laughs> um, you, you win a goodie. Oh, I like it. So <laughs> uh, who gives the best hugs? Um, I do. There you go. I believe that. Oh. <laughs> um, okay. Not you. Th- you can't answer yourself for the rest of the. Okay. Music. Yeah, I'm sure um, he can. Which <laughs> co-host? No, you can't. Which okay. co-host would you rather spend the weekend at? Which co-host house would you rather spend the weekend at? Oh man, that's a tough one. <laughs> um. Mean. I'm mean gonna say questions. as of right now. I'm going to say Patrick's because I like Chattanooga better than I like San Antonio. <laughs> That's the go. only reason because hanging out with either one of them is the best. Uh, and then both of their houses are great. It's just uh, there's more <laughs> cool stuff in Chattanooga. All right. And then we've got so you can you have to answer yourself in one. This is a three part question. Okay. So who would win in an eating contest? Arm wrestling and sleeping contest. So you have to assign one host to each one of the three things. So it's eating contest, arm wrestling, and sleeping. Oh man. Okay. Um eating. Yourself included in one of these. Man, it really depends on the food. <laughs> but I think I think Patrick could kill it because he is a mental rock. Like if you put his mind to it, I think he could just, he could handle it. Um, Andrew would win at uh, arm wrestling because he's the only one of us working out right now. Uh, so he's stronger than both of us. And then that's right. We just heard about his almost getting mugged on his little yeah, run. Yeah. He is a superhero. Um, yeah. And then sleeping, I would win because uh, I, yeah, I'm good at it. <laughs> <laughs> all right so i'm t- i we tried to play this last question we tried to play this game 
uh, between Jared and I, and I had the worst time just trying to ask it. So I'm going to let Jared ask the last, the okay. last one. Oh, so this is the one we, we will admit up front yeah. that we asked this to the guys before they came on to, Don't we asked them not to share the their curtain. answers, but, uh, this is a better question if you have time to sort of think it through, because yeah. it's hard to answer this one on the fly. So sure. If you had to cast the master of one movie, who would yes. you pick to play each of you, yourself included? Okay, so I have a clarification of the rules question. Okay. <laughs> Is it living or dead actors? Uh, I would probably say either one, don't you think? Either. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. so, so I'm going to give I'm going to can I give two for each person or do I need to just give one? Sure. Let's do it two. Okay. <laughs> so for for Andrew um, I'm going to say either Philip Seymour Hoffman <laughs> or, uh, Christopher Hivju. And that's the, the, the ginger from game of Thrones. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. That's good. Yeah. Um, and then for Patrick, um, I'm either going to say, uh, Christian Narn, which was, he was Hodor in game of Thrones. <laughs> Or, but look, if you look at, if you like pull him up on IMDb, <laughs> his, his photo, it could be Patrick. Like, just look at it. Um, we right. will have, you we'll only talk picks. to him for like, an, you only talk to them for two hours a week. So who knows what he's doing with the rest of his time. Right. Yeah. Uh, or Jason Siegel. I think Jason Siegel could play a good Patrick. Hmm. Um, <laughs> and then for me, it would either be Dave Grohl. Um, okay. Or I could see or it. Judah Friedlander. <laughs> <laughs> Those are all great choices. <laughs> <laughs> so who uh, who was the hardest of the group to to cast? Do you think? Did you have you guys done this uh, before? No, we've never done it. Um, I think the hardest to cast was Andrew. Like mm -hmm. honestly, I saw that pi uh, picture of of Christian Narn uh, and. He just, I mean, it just reminds me of Patrick and I've seen him in interviews and he's like, has the same kind of personality. Like he's, he's, he'll talk like, <laughs> he just, he reminds me of Patrick already. Um, <laughs> and he's all, he's, he's already tall. So like it, it just works. <laughs> um, me, like I instantly thought of Judah Friedlander just because we both look like homeless idiots. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Andrew was the hardest. So like I had a couple other, like, here's the, I'll give you the dark horse for Andrew. Um, <laughs> so I, you know, I said, uh, I said, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman mm. and I said, uh, Christopher Hivju and I'm, no, I'm butchering that last name. So I'm sorry <laughs> of, uh, all of my Norway listeners that I'm butchering <laughs> that last name. Um, the other person uh, that I was thinking of, oh man, I lost it, uh, was, <laughs> oh, come on. It's killing me. Uh, the, I can't, I can't remember his name. Oh, uh, the guy from 16 Candles. Uh, oh man. The, the Anthony Michael guy? Hall. Anthony Michael. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think like I don't know if his personality could pull off Andrew. Yeah. But I think looks wise it's it's pretty close. Like it <laughs> not like not pretty close like uh like a uh spitting image but like close enough for like a movie that you're like, "Oh yeah, that's that's decent." Like <laughs> <laughs> But I didn't say him because I think personality I don't know if I could see him pull Andrew off because I mean, Andrew yeah. is just larger than life, man. Well, those were He's all good answers. I, I think, um, see, Mark, that's how you answer that question. Mark's answers when we did this was <laughs> terrible. So, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What are the answers? Uh, oh, I said uh, Russell from Up. <laughs> mm -hmm. I like that. <laughs> or and uh, George Takei. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, terrible. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Great. Uh, Luke likes it. Yeah. I'm glad we got to was, get that into two if, episodes. I don't know if that was a like laugh. That was more of just a, <laughs> I don't know what to say laugh. Yeah, he's acknowledging the cruelty, and I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, all right. Well, we were so we were supposed to try and nail this interview in about thirty minutes. We knew that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, it's about <laughs> we doubled that. No, so. we're fine. It's thirty minutes. It's all good. Your clocks are wrong. Um, yeah. But again, thank you so much, Lou, for coming. Guys, on. thanks Jared, for having me. Say thank you. <laughs> nope, he's not going to say it. Oh, great. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so apparently Jared hates Luke. Um, All right. And on that note, wrap uh, it up. That's it for today's episode. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you later. Hold on to your butts. Oh. <laughs> yeah. There's something weird and it don't look good. He really didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs>